All right, on today's Triangle Sports Take, we've got some college football talk, a little bit of college basketball talk, as well as our normal segments. And also, I'm going to be telling the story of how I almost got kicked out of the Dean Smith Center a few years ago. So stay tuned for that. That'll be closer to the end of the episode. Um, also, we usually start off the show with quotes with Cody, and that was kind of our plan this time. But um, me and Mitchell are here in studio. We don't really know where Cody's at. It's uh, an hour after we were supposed to get started. We've texted him. We've called him. We haven't heard anything from him. We don't know where he is. So um, if you guys see Cody anywhere walking around out there, tell him to come to the studio and help us out with the episode. Um, he's about uh, six foot two, got long brown hair. Um, he's got pasty white skin that burns easily. So you know, if you guys see him out there walking around, send him our way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're here in the studio. You know, Cody's chair's empty. It's kind of lonely. His his laptop's not here. He didn't bring any of his... Uh, his equipment that he usually does, so I mean, we're definitely definitely missing him, but this show must go on. So since our last episode, we've had a few weeks of college football go by, a few things have happened. We've had a couple of uh, in-state matchups, um, and you know, I've had hundreds, maybe even thousands of people telling me, Carson, are you going to rub it in to Cody and Mitchell that Carolina beat State and Duke really badly <laughs> these last couple weeks? And I was telling people, no, no, I'm not going to even mm-hmm. mention to Cody that Carolina beat NC State by like 27, and they took the starters out at the beginning of the fourth quarter. I'm not going to talk about that. And I'm not even going to mention to Mitchell that Carolina beat Duke by 30. I'm not even going to mention that at all on the show. Um, so, no, not, not going to talk about that. Um, actually, since we have had our last episode, uh, I think last time we had one was the night before Carolina played Florida State. Yeah. So they've yeah. had four games since then, two that have gone very well, two that have gone very bad. They lost... On the road to Florida State, that was a game I couldn't watch much of it, but they fell behind by a lot earlier. Came back, actually got within three points and had a chance at the end, but couldn't win. Then it was the next week they played NC State, played really good all around, won that by 20-something, I can't remember the exact score. And then the next week they went back to being bad again when they played um, They played Virginia. That was another team I felt like we should have beaten, but didn't beat. I think we also lost that one by three points. So another another close loss on the road there. And then they went back to being the good Carolina and beat Duke uh, last week by uh, 25, 30 points or so. I mean, they played a really solid game. Um, We're actually recording this. It is Thursday. What's today's day, Mitchell? The 12th? Yeah, today's the 12th of November. Yeah, so so it's it's a couple days for the next week. Next week, college football starts. Carolina actually plays Wake Forest next. So I guess if they beat Wake Forest, I guess they're the state champs this year. Mm. If they lose, I guess Wake Forest is. Um, I think they do play Western Carolina at the end of the year, but I mean, I'm assuming that would be a win. I wouldn't think we'd lose to them. I would hope not, at least. But yeah, playing Wake Forest this week that should be a should be a good game. Um, that's kind of all the recap I've got. I mean, I think they have a slight chance of making the ACC championship, but not a huge chance. They're definitely going to have to win out if they're going to do that. But it should be interesting to see how this uh, last month or so plays out. Um, Mitchell, you got anything on Duke you want to share? Yeah, I mean, I, well, I was going to ask you, um, you know, if you thought they would make it in, but it sounds like you're a little, you're a little pessimistic on that. And, I mean, I understand that because they definitely – they have to win, and they, a couple teams have to lose. That's understandable, but I mean, I don't know, guys. I don't have a lot to say about Duke football. I mean, what else can I say other than you know, 13 days till basketball season? Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I think coming into the season, we knew it was going to be more of a rebuilding year. Um, 
You know, they they definitely had some some disappointments, and I mean, looking back to their first game of the season, um, their loss to Notre Dame doesn't actually look so bad after after this weekend and how Notre Dame dismantled Clemson in triple overtime. Uh, but I mean, I don't know that they just they haven't been you know they haven't been producing points. Um, their defense has been horrible. So I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, people might ask, you know, is is Cutcliffe on the hot seat? Um, that's, that's what I was about to ask you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I, I don't know. I mean, I don't think he's in the hot seat yet. Like, I think you give it one or two more bad years, um, and he will be. Um, definitely three, I think. If they were to have a slight improvement from this year to next season, and still, you know, have a, b- a below five hundred season, I think they, he would still be fine. Because he's just he's done a lot for the program, and I don't think. One or two bad seasons, and he's going to be out. But he definitely does have to watch out. That's for sure. Yeah, I feel like he's the kind of coach that um, he's probably done a little too much to like build the program back up. Because like yeah. before him, they were like really, really bad. So he, <laughs> he's got them. He's got them to where they're they're like respectable, like going to bowl games most yeah. years. So I feel like he's not quite on the hot seat, but he could be going that way if things can don't uh, if things don't turn around a little bit. I guess. Yeah. Well. One, I guess, one other thing I have to bring up, you know, since we're we're all in the ACC around here, I thought I would have I'd bring up the uh, the Clemson Notre Dame game. Carson, do you have any thoughts on that? Uh, very good game. I was hoping Clemson would win because I'm pulling against Notre Dame this year since they're in the, you know, in the ACC. They're not really in it. They're just starting <laughs> for this one year. I think it's kind of dumb. Um, I feel like if Clemson had Trevor Lawrence, they'd probably win that game, though, because it, it was like a coin flip of a game that went to, what, two or three overtimes or something. Yeah, so. yeah, I think, yeah, I would. I definitely would say that if, if Clemson had Trevor, it would probably be a different story, and I'm kind of kind of hoping for another matchup of that, only because, um, you know, like you said, having, having Notre Dame in the ACC for basketball, and then, you know, just, you know, Kobe comes around, hey, we're going to play ACC football this year. Um, it's kind of... I don't know, it's a little bit of a slap in the face of the ACC, so I don't want to see them win. Um, I don't think they're the best team, I and mean, I think Clemson and maybe even Miami, maybe even UNC too, you know, could could stand up against them, but I definitely don't think they're the best team. So I would look, I would look forward to seeing a matchup with those two teams. Maybe in the in the final, we'll see what happens. Yeah, we're uh, we're definitely all pulling against Notre Dame here on this podcast. We don't want to see them win the ACC yeah. championship, so... Uh, Clemson, Miami, UNC, all those teams. I want y'all better take them out. All right. So the next segment on our show this week is um, questions with Carson. So Carson, take it away for us. Thank you, Mitchell. Um, so my question today is: If you take two five-hour energies, are you going to have double the energy for five hours, or are you going to have ten hours of energy? What do you think, mm. Mitchell? It's a good question. Um. I would have to say I think you're going to have double the energy for five hours just because of how caffeine works. I think, you know, it goes in your bloodstream and it's usually out in like six to eight hours either way. So I think like, you know, it goes in and you take two, you're just going to be wired. And if your heart doesn't explode, then you'll be wired for (laughs) five or six hours. What do you think? Uh, Yeah, I'd probably agree with that. I honestly hadn't really thought about it much. just thought it was kind of a bad idea to probably take two of them. I don't know what's in that stuff, yeah. but you know, I guess it makes more sense. You'd have double the energy instead of ten hours of energy. But I mean, it'd be pretty cool if you had ten hours of energy. You could drink like <laughs> four of those things, have energy for an entire day, and just like stay up all night. But yeah, be at college all nighter. Yeah, true. 
All right, guys, so believe it or not, Cody has wandered in from off the street, and he is now here to do these last couple segments of the podcast. Cody, uh, where have you been the past hour, hour and a half? Well, I've been out and about doing my thing, a little of this, a little of that. So okay. um, it's nice to be back with the with the team. Yeah, good to have you back. Um, just in time, actually, we're going to talk a little bit of college basketball since that is getting close to starting back. I think we just got a couple more weeks. Um I guess I'll start off, kind of give a little preview of Carolina, how maybe I see this season going. Um, first thing I'll say is hopefully this goes better than last year, and really I don't think it can go any worse than last year's season. Um, I, I think they'll be pretty decent. I think the uh, preseason polls came out the other day and they had them ranked like 16th or something. So, you know, they're, they're in the top 25 for the preseason, so I guess that's hopefully a good sign. Um, They've got so uh, they got a couple key guys coming back. They got Garrison Brooks, obviously. I think they uh, named him ACC preseason Player of the Year. Not that that means anything, other than he has some expectations. Um, I'm sure defenses will be focused on him as good as he did last year. So good to have him back. Uh, also got Leaky Black and um, Armando Baycott back. They uh, honestly they weren't very good last year. So hopefully they kind of turn around and. <laughs> They are good this year because we're going to need them to step up if we want to be a good team. Um, and then we got, we got some good freshmen coming in. I don't keep up with recruiting a whole lot, but I do know that um, this is supposed to be one of Roy Williams' best recruiting classes. Um, got a couple good big guys, Walker Kessler and Dayron Sharp, who, you know, with them teaming up with Baycott and Brooks, it should be uh, – you know, I think Carolina's going to have some of the best big guys in the country this year, so hopefully we can get the ball inside of the post players and they can score. Um, also got uh, Donovan Puff Johnson, who's a freshman incoming. He's actually former Carolina player Cam Johnson's younger brother, so that's always pretty cool when you have a you know brother coming in playing behind his uh, older brother who played a couple years ago. And then... Um, Trying to think of the other guys. Then we got Caleb Love, I think his name is, and RJ Davis, who are both like combo guards who are supposed to be pretty good. So hopefully the new freshmen blend well with the experienced guys. Um, hopefully they have a good season. One last thing to say is uh, once every four years, you know, Carolina plays in the Maui Invitational, which is in Maui, Hawaii. So obviously that'd be really cool to go there. Unfortunately, this year, because of COVID, uh, they're actually playing the Maui Invitational in Asheville, North Carolina. So uh-huh. I, I feel bad for all the players who thought they were going to get to go to Hawaii this year. The Asheville said, Invitational. Yeah, instead they're going to Asheville. You know? No disrespect to Asheville, but obviously it's not yeah. Maui, Hawaii. That's, they're not going to be quite as excited about that. Um, but yeah, that's what I've got. So as far as Carolina goes, I feel like they're... you know pretty good they might could have a pretty good season finish within the top two or three in the ACC I don't know if they're like national championship good I don't think they're that good but I think they should have a pretty solid year um Cody or Mitchell either you guys want to go next yeah I think uh I think you you can't rule out any teams this year as crazy as 2020 has already gone so far um but you know taking a look at at Duke's team this year I mean I, I think that what they do have going for them is they have a a blend of experience between the the new guys and the the veterans which are not veterans but i guess more experienced at least which is kind of rare for a duke team to not not start five guys that are freshmen but i mean you know wendell moore's coming back he's he's definitely going to play a big role matthew hurt 
Jordan Goldwire, to name a few. Um, and I think we have a couple other good, um, good, good players coming in. You know, um, Jeremy Roach could be a pretty good guard for us, and then we've got a few other role players coming in. Um, but I think Jalen Johnson's definitely a, a guy to watch. Um, I think he was number number twelve on the recruiting class for this year. So, you know, that could be interesting. And they've got a lot of depth this year. So I think depth could be depth could play a factor. But I, I mean, I don't know. There's no there's no Zion Williamson or, you know, Marvin Bagley on the team unless unless one emerges. I mean I don't know. Honestly I could I could see guys, you know, like like Matthew Hurt um from last year or um uh Wendell Moore potentially filling in that role, but I mean it won't be twenty five a game, it'll be like sixteen, eighteen a game, um, with some role players, but you know, sometimes that's better. So we'll see. I mean I don't think they're I don't think it's gonna be um be a, a a dominant year, but I mean, who knows? Could be could be interesting, and especially with uh, with the no fans and Cameron Indoor, that's that's going to be kind of rough. But we'll see what happens. Cody, how's State looking this year? Well, it could be good. It could be bad. Obviously, huge loss in Markel Johnson. He was kind of a, a little bit of a heartbeat. He had a tendency to shoot us out of games if he didn't keep us in games. So there was. He was a blessing and a curse last year. So I'm really curious to see how it will turn out this year. We have DJ Funderburk back. Um, he should be really, really good this year. Um, I'm expecting at least first team all ACC from him. Um, you know, we've got Jericho Helms back, Braxton Beverly. You never know what you're going to get from him. Um, Manny Bates is back. He should be a lot of fun to watch. Um, shot blocking uh, center. And then we'll have Devin Daniels back, and he should be really good. It seems like he's been around for forever. He's a redshirt senior. So um, excited about that. I know Cam Hayes will be around. He's a four-star recruit, freshman point guard. And I think he's going to be really good. He's kind of known as a pass-first guard, which I think will complement really well with um, having Thunder Burke and Devin Daniels that I would expect to kind of shoulder the scoring duties. So... Um, Excited to see how we turn out. I think we were picked to finish eighth in the ACC. I'd really like to finish in the top five or six, but we'll see how it turns out. All right. Uh, I do want to end this segment by just pointing out to everyone that last week uh, our social media manager tweeted something out about Cherry Berry since she was retiring. And Cherry <laughs> Berry herself actually liked our tweet. And if you know us, we're like her number one fan. So... That was pretty cool that she uh, liked our tweet. I just wanted to get that in the episode, just kind of brag about that for a minute. Yeah, and Sherry, if you're out there and you're listening, you know, we'd love to have you on the show, do a little interview. And, you know, we actually like to know um, what team you pull for because you've been in the, in the Carolinas for a long time now, so I'm sure you got a preference. All right, so for our next segment on the show, um, Carson's actually got a, a story to tell us. So, Carson, um, fill us in. What you got going on? Yeah, yeah. So um, I think I mentioned this at the beginning of the show, but this is a story of how I almost got kicked out of the Dean Smith Center, out of the Dean Dome one wow. time. Kind of, kind of crazy to think about. But um, so in 2017, Carolina basketball won the national championship. Um, and whenever they do that, they raise the uh, raise the championship banner at late night with Roy. It's kind of the kind of the way to kick off the basketball season or whatever. You know, they have practice and some uh, just random stuff that they do, three-point contests, stuff like that. Um, 
it's usually around this time of year, maybe a little earlier. Obviously, they're, they're not having that this year. Um, I know Duke has what countdown to craziness or yeah, something like that, yeah. and Cody, I think State has something. I don't know what it's called. Yeah. I don't know if you know, but um, uh, so yeah, so. Me and my friend Lucas, who I went to college with, who's also a big Carolina fan, um, he was like, hey man, like we should try to go to late night with Roy. They're going to unveil the championship banner. We should go. He was like, I know a guy who works in concessions in the Dean Dome, and he can probably get us in like the side door. We don't have to wait in line all day. And so I was like, all right, yeah, that sounds good to me. Because um, uh, for late night with Roy, like they don't sell tickets to it. It's not like a game. It's literally just like first come first serve you literally have to wait in line like all day outside the smith center and then um when they like open the doors or whatever you basically just have to like sprint in there and grab the first seat you can like it's basically every man for himself and getting a good seat for it um that's why like i usually don't go to it because it's hard to get a good seat um you have to wait a lot for it but um me and lucas really wanted to go to it this year because they were unveiling the championship banner like i said he knew someone who could get us in so uh me and him drove over there and we got to chapel hill and he was like yeah um i'm gonna go ahead and text this guy see if he can get us in here so we were like walking up to the dean dome he was texting the guy like hey you know uh, what door do we need to go to where can you let us in at or whatever and the guy was like texting like all right yeah go to this door over here or whatever and so um we saw like the line of people that was just like super super long and, like i guarantee you the people in front have been waiting since like eight in the morning or something like that and this is at like seven o'clock at night when they did it i mean people wait literally all day to uh get at the front of that line and then so this guy comes to like one of the side doors and opens it and like you, you i even saw like a few people in line like looking over like wait a second how are those guys getting in and the guy just like kind of got us in real quick so like me and him me and lucas got in there um Concession worker guy, I don't remember his name. Jeez, well, uh, I'm surprised y'all got in. I, yeah, I know. I was a little surprised too. We'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll call the concession guy. Uh, we'll we'll call him we'll call him Jeff. How about that? Right. Jeff the concession guy. To protect his identity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to protect his identity, exactly. Um, so he lets us in there, and he was like, "All right, like they haven't opened the doors yet, obviously. So just kind of hang out up here on the concourse, and then once they open the doors, then you guys run down there to like get whatever." Ah, uh, he should have let y'all in like when they open the doors. <laughs> Yeah, probably, but that would have been kind of tough to coordinate that. But um, so we were just up there, like at the concourse near the concession area, just kind of waiting or whatever. Like, all right, yeah. As soon as we hear these doors open, we're gonna make a, we're gonna sprint down there. We'd kind of like picked out the seats we wanted. We were like, <laughs> we're gonna get like first or second row, like right on like the side where we can see them, like unveil the banner uh, later in the night. And so we're we're up there waiting. We're like we're like you know ready to go, ready to run down there. And then we hear the noise of the door open, the doors opening. So we hear that noise. We start sprinting down the steps as fast as we can. We're like, we're running uh, really, really fast. We're thinking, okay, we got a little bit of head start. Hopefully, we can get these seats. Um, Did they let people in, like, like ten people, and then okay, wait, like thirty seconds, ten? No, 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 no. They, they or you like, okay, fast. They literally, go. they literally open the doors, and it's just a mad stampede of people Jeez. like running in there, like filling up the stadium all of a sudden. Um, so we're, we're running down there. We're getting down to the bottom and close and everything. And as we're getting down there, I'm looking around the Dean Dome and there's like no other fans coming down. And I'm like, wait, what the heck? Like I thought the doors opened or something. And so we get down to like the first or second row or whatever, grab our seats. We're like, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, then we're, but then we're looking around like, wait, where is everybody? No one else is coming in. And so 
apparently we thought we heard the doors open, but <laughs> I don't know what the, that sound was that we heard. Apparently it was not the doors opening. They hadn't opened them yet for the public. And so we're standing down there. And all of a sudden I hear this woman's voice saying, who are you guys and how did you get in here? And me and Lucas look and we didn't know it at the time, but apparently this woman was the like operations game day or the game day operations manager of the whole Dean Dome or something. And she had like, she had like probably three or four security guards with her and she, she looked pissed. The security guards are with her. She's asking us who we are and how we got in there and everything. And so I'm thinking in my mind, holy crap, we're about to like get kicked out of the Dean Dome. This is going to suck. Maybe something worse. I don't know. And so I just kind of like turn and look at Lucas because he was the one who like kind of got us into this. And I was like, uh. And so Lucas was like, oh, uh, Jeff in concessions, like he let us in or whatever. And we thought we heard the doors open. Thankfully, this woman took some mercy on us and she was like, okay, well, you need to go back up there in the concourse and wait with Jeff and you can't come down here until the doors open. And we were like, okay, all right, yeah, we understand. So we went ahead and all. Um, poor Jeff. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know if we like got Jeff fired or not. I'm not Jeez. really sure. Maybe we did. But we, we kind of kind of had to tell the truth there. You know, if we said, oh, we just got in, then like they probably would have kicked us out yeah. there if we didn't have a believable story. So uh, we kind of had to do that. So... We went back up there, um, waited a few more minutes. This, the next time the doors actually did open, we saw the mad stampede of people coming in. So that time we sprinted back down the steps again, got the seats we wanted. It was like perfect, like second row. We had a good view. So <laughs> we had a good rest of the night. Man. Got to see the championship banner unveiled. Got to see them holding the championship trophy. Um, overall, it's definitely a very fun night. It just, uh, for a few minutes there, I thought I was about to get kicked out of the Dean Dome, but <laughs> thankfully that didn't happen. <laughs> Yeah. Poor Jeff. I'm, I wonder what happened with his job. That man got exposed. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we didn't kind of expose him because we kind of had to. But, uh, yeah. Hopefully, he didn't get fired or anything. All right, guys, we're going to wrap up the show now with Mitchell's Corner. So, Mitchell, take it away. Yeah, so I know it's, it's been a while since we did one of these, but so this week on the pod, I, I wanted to ask you guys a question and, and get your opinion. I, I saw, I saw um, this week that the Cameron Crazies weren't going to be allowed in uh, Cameron Indoor Stadium this season and got me thinking, you know, like, what kind of impact is is not having fans going to have in college basketball? Because I think that, like, it makes a lot bigger difference than football. So what do you guys think about that? Like, how do you think that's going to go? Yeah, I agree that I think it has a much bigger difference in basketball than it does football. You know, basketball, the home crowd, I feel like, plays more of a factor because, like, you're in a gym where the – that noise is bouncing around a little bit more. It can kind of get louder, affect the opposing team more. Um, Duke's definitely one of the places it's going to be affected the most because they're kind of known for their home court advantage and their crazy loud fans. Um, yeah, I think teams aren't going to be quite as scared to play on the road this year if it's in front of an empty gym, but the whole thing's just going to be weird. Yeah, I agree. And I think, I mean, definitely some teams will have, have it worse than others, um, but... You know, and maybe not so much as the fans, like the noise of the fans impacting the game, but the fans impacting the players. Because when you when you go to play in Cameron or Stadium, you're, you know, the fans they get you feeling some type of way. Like, I mean, for the home team at least, like they they fire you up. You know, you slap the floor and they're screaming and going crazy. Like, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I think it's definitely going to impact it negatively. I mean, we're still going to have crowd noise and stuff. Like they're going to play noise for the speakers. Um, so it's. Still gonna be noisy in there, but I, mean, I think it's gonna have an impact on the players' morale for sure. 
I mean, I, I think we'll have to we'll have to see the, the benches step up a lot and you know get get more into the game. Maybe we'll have a uh, what was that that team last year that did all those hype like bench celebrations? Oh, I don't know if it was last year. I know like in the past, um, Monmouth, I think it was. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't remember when they were doing all that, but yeah, they had like a hype bench for a few years. Yeah, I think I think it might turn into that kind of a scene. I'm not saying that it'll get out of hand, but I think the benches will have to have to fire up the players with the crowd not being there. I mean. I mean, who knows? Maybe, maybe some teams will still have fans at a limited capacity, but I know that Duke won't, and I think it'll impact them, them negatively. I mean, maybe. I mean, I don't know. If I had to guess, I would say like, I, I don't know. I mean, I want to say that it would probably. In, I don't know. I mean, I want to say it would impact their scoring by five to seven percent, but I mean that's just a guess, and there's no way to no way to calculate that, but. More so, just impacting the player morale. But I guess we'll see. I mean, who knows? It might it might impact both sides and not make a difference. But I guess we'll have to find out. Yeah, definitely going to be weird to find that out for sure. All right. Well, I think that's all we have for today. We'll see you guys next time.